Hello and welcome back to Sarah and Will Probe the Net. I'm William Klippenstein. And I'm Sarah Jane Martin. And uh, this is the show where we go on the internet and ask questions. Uh, normally kind of uncomfortable questions, I would say. And uh, today we're going to be talking about some cringy stories. So let's get to it. Sarah and Will, probe in the net for all the cringy moments that still cause you to sweat. Bad first dates and tea in your pants. Christmas dinner drunk Uncle Altright rants. Grade six grad in your dragon shirt. Got the frosted tips and your braces hurt. Awful awkward moments keep you up at night. Now we're gonna cry about them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm super excited. I don't know about you. Some people don't like cringe humor, but I just love a story so uncomfortable that it just makes your butthole pucker. <laughs> what was that noise? Who uses that kind of, what kind of expression is that? Actually, now that I think of it, um, a pretty common expression I see online is the term butt clench. Yeah. Um, and uh, that is probably one of my favorite expressions because it just kind of sums up any feeling I have about anything ever. Well, I think butt pucker is just, like, uh, a bit more descriptive of a term. I, I just like the picture that it paints. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to paint the picture with a good story. Oh, like Bob Ross <laughs> painting happy little trees, except in this case, it's buttholes. You know how Bob Ross kind of talks about, like, the happy little accidents? <laughs> like, you're talking about buttholes, like... What kind of what kind of accident are, are we talking about here? Like, what is he, what is he painting on on the puckered butthole? Uh, my parents consider me a happy little accident. <laughs> it's like Bob Ross is like today we're gonna be painting, um, we're gonna be painting something that Bob Ross paints. I don't I've never actually seen an episode of Bob Ross. What? Yeah. Um, uh, but you haven't seen anything. That's true. But I, I by, this is a very long winded joke now. <laughs> And it's just kind of riffing off what you're saying, but now it's, it's, it's taking a long time. But we'll, we'll get there, especially about a show that I've never actually seen. Um, yeah, so he's, pa- <laughs> he's painting something. He's painting the things he's painting. And it's like, oh, no, it's a happy little accent. It's like a little picture of Sarah Jane. Oh, right <laughs> that would be nice. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> it's fine. Oh, no, it's not. I'm I'm fully aware that I was uh, I was a whoops baby. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. A whoops baby. I've never heard that term before. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's a it's a polite way of phrasing. Yeah, I was uh, I was a big old mistake, but that's okay. Yeah, I'm actually quite surprised you haven't seen Bob Ross. That's um, it, I feel like it really kind of like it resurged in popularity maybe two years ago. And um, my friends from university, we used to have Bob Ross parties where we would put on an episode and try and paint along with him. But it was usually after we had consumed copious amounts of alcohol and or other substances. And, um, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely – he makes it look a lot easier than it is. I – yeah, I struggled with getting those snow-covered mountains to look just right. <laughs> Frosty tips. Yeah, those frosted <laughs> tips were, were not up to par. Oh, you know Bob Ross. People really seem to like him, and I know that they um, that on Twitch someone played like the entirety of the Bob Ross oh, like collection. I or remember like that. that. Oh, I was so invested in that. Like <laughs> people were really passionate about it. Just the comment threads were oh, they were hot fire. You know, people kind of get really passionate on the internet about like a lot of things. Like I don't know if you've seen the YouTube rewind that YouTube posted 
um, in December. Basically, YouTube every year now posts this, what's the equivalent of what one YouTuber called a giant YouTube commercial. That's what I think Matthias said. And um, and it's kind of gone progressively worse year by year. And this most recent year, for some reason, that's beyond my comprehension. They had Will Smith in it. And it's huh. like, Will Smith is not a YouTuber. Well, I think he has a YouTube channel, but... People, when people think of Will Smith, they don't think of YouTube, and when people think of YouTube, they don't think of Will Smith. So I, I don't necessarily know why they got it, but they basically had Will Smith saying like a bunch of a bunch of things that I would never picture Will Smith ever saying. Like hmm. he, like basically, Will Smith gets his notification on his phone, and he's like, "Ah, it's rewind time," and he says that in re- his rewind video, he wants Fortnite and Marcus Brownlee or something like that. Huh. And it's like I can never picture. Uh, Will Smith in this kind of video or ever even talking about those things. But then again, I don't know Will Smith. Um, but basically... Have you ever even seen a Will Smith movie? You haven't seen any films. <laughs> I've, see, I've seen Will Smith movies. I've seen Independence Day. I've seen I Am Legend. I've seen Hancock, but that's... Have you seen the Wicka Wicka <laughs> Wow Wow West? Cause... I have not. I've oh. also not watched The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. What? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I think that's a little bit Will before I my am. time as well. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like those reruns were pretty spicy for many years after it was being syndicated. But I, I was I was a SpongeBob kid, though. Yeah, that's and true. It, I think it kind of shows my sense of humor. Yeah, I mean, your Squidward voice comes out <laughs> organically <laughs> in conversation <laughs> pretty frequently. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. <laughs> I can also do the SpongeBob laugh, too. That is true. Um, It's, it's going to ruin the microphone, but you know what? Here we go. <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope that didn't sound too bad. Um, or maybe it was super cringy, which segues us into our topic for today. Um, me being cringe, other people being cringe. We're talking about cringy stories. We've asked some people on the internet what their uh, cringiest stories are. Um, the kind of cringe that keeps people up at night. Um, the kind of cringe that, when you think of it, makes you want to just kind of dig a giant hole and just kind of jump in it and go into the fetal position for an indefinite amount of time. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, We've all been there. There's always at least, like, that one thing everyone has that, like, they said or did when they were eight years old. And, like, even, like, 20, 30 years later, they just, like, will wake up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat. And <laughs> the horrible <laughs> memory of this cringy, cringy moment from their youth will just infiltrate their brain. I actually have a super cringy story, but I'm, I'm going to save it until uh, until the end. Oh, suspense. Um, yeah, suspense. You know, got to keep those people on their toes. Man, <laughs> what, what is the cringy story that William is going to tell today? I'm sure he has many. When we do, we'll sound the nerd alert. I asked a couple uh, questions on Twitter here. Uh, Twitter, what am I saying? Not on Twitter, on Reddit, um, about the cringy things I've had in people's lives. So... Uh, we'll start here with one thread I made called Reddit, what's the cringiest thing to have ever happened ever? And here we have a response from Vonto Kerths, um, who says, A family member of ex-girlfriend caught us doing the dirty, and I just panicked and said hello while my girlfriend was balls deep on top of me. Good times, still cringe about it. Wait, his girlfriend was balls deep? Yes, that's what it says. Oh. A family member, so this guy's... It was, this guy was dating someone, and his girl, one of his girlfriend's family members caught them doing the dirty, and then he panicked and said hello while his girlfriend was hello. balls deep. 
I think he used that turn of phrase um, improperly. I think yeah. twas he who was balls deep, but then again, On I don't know. On top of me, but yeah, I, <laughs> I now that I, I never, because I'd read this one before, because I was looking at some of the, the things beforehand, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't consider that. I, I, I think he used that, yeah, you're right, he used that turn of phrase improperly. This mm-hmm. has an entirely different meaning. Um, I mean, like, man, you do you. Yeah, but, I, you know, no judgment. If your girlfriend has balls, that's fantastic. Good for her. Live your best yeah, life. Exactly. But now I kind of have a lot of questions. I'm, I'm, I'm curious, but. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, getting walked in on during sex is definitely, that's not a fun experience. I've, I've never been walked in on, but I remember, I don't know what she was thinking, but I remember I was with my high school boyfriend and it was Valentine's Day at like, 2 a.m. So, you know, obviously we were getting busy. And okay. his sister at like 2 a.m. goes to his bedroom door and just starts banging on it. And, you know, we're in the middle of things. And she just wouldn't leave. And she was like, hey, hey, Gabby. His name was Gabby. And he was like, uh... Uh, what, what's up? What's up, sis? And she was like, oh, what what time do you want me to wake you up tomorrow morning? Do you want me to pack you a sandwich? I'm like, Jesus Christ, are you his mother? But she just wouldn't <laughs> leave, and I couldn't figure out, like, if she was just completely oblivious or maybe if, I don't know, because we were in the basement. I don't think she would have heard us, but, like, maybe if she heard what was going down there, at she was trying to, like... 2 a.m. At 2 a.m., yeah, break up the situation by, like, just making it terribly uncomfortable and asking <laughs> a bunch of really unnecessary questions about what he wanted packed in his lunch the next morning. Like, she was 14. Why are you packing your brother's lunch? I don't know. That's. Did she actually sound like that? Yes. Oh, my God. This family, it was, like perpetual baby voice oh my god God. i yeah (laughs) it was see that alone was like cringy enough just the fact that they always talk to each other like this and oh yeah it was uh it was bad it was bad news makes you wonder how that came about but there has to be an explanation you know like grandpa is sitting at the table and he's like could you pass the the potatoes please <laughs> oh, it's just been a family tradition since the get go. It's like, oh, now I see it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, no, that would be brutal. No, they were big into the baby voice. I remember one time in particular, I just I finally snapped, but the sister was at the table, and she, I, for whatever reason, they weren't able to go on their like Christmas Mexico vacation, and she was like. I'm so sad that we can't go to Mexico this year. I want to go on a vacation. And I was like, how many vacations have you been on this year? And she was like, just six. What? I went to, yeah. Oh, my God. I've been God. on six vacations in my life. I know. Oh, <laughs> my God. She was like. so spoiled. She, oh, God, yeah. It was uh, It was a situation. <laughs> so, I. Uh, yeah, I, I was I was pretty quick to snap on her near the end. It was the, the spoiled attitude combined with the, the baby voice. It just, oh, God, it just made my skin crawl. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, that sounds pretty terrible, mm-hmm. in all honesty. Yes. But, uh. Let's let's move on. Let's let's move on. Um, the second glorious comment on this thread um, by Dairy Dairy OK Herd, but he says me apparently. 
So he says that he's cringy, Aww. apparently, which makes me wonder what happened. And I wanted to reply and be like, what happened? Yeah, elucidate on that a bit, Dairy okay? Because, like, maybe he's not okay. <laughs> maybe he's Dairy not okay. For... <laughs> oh, poor Dairy. Me, like, did someone tell him that he's cringy? I mean, like, because okay, everybody's been cringy at least once in their life. That's mm-hmm. just that's just a given. You you can't. I think it's impossible to not be cringy. There's yeah, no I no no one's got a completely clean rap sheet. <laughs> Everybody has a foot and mouth situation at some point in their lives. <laughs> oh, it makes you really just wonder what happened. But I guess it'll be a mystery forever. Dairy I guess okay so. For there well, thanks for, for the enlightening story, Dairy. Okay, so much so much help. Thanks for really fuel and the content here true but also not true because you're being sarcastic <laughs> oh yes <laughs> um so i have another thread here uh what's the cringiest thing you've ever seen pope sweet jesus says tiktok which i've seen some videos of tiktok that's uh, that's one of the new apps that the kids are doing right yeah one of the new apps the kids are doing but it, from what i've seen of some of them they're, some of them are, like, creative. I feel like it's kind of, like, Vine in a way, almost, but yeah. not, six, like, longer than six seconds. So, uh, like, okay, wh- what's the concept, though? Is it, like, because I, I feel like I've seen a few lip-syncing videos to TikTok. Like, is that yeah. the the extent of it, or is there more to it? I don't really know. I actually have absolutely no idea. I'm so not up-to-date on Ugh. what the kids believe is cool nowadays we're getting old will (laughs) maybe i don't know i'm i'm not even halfway through my 20s yet i still like a couple more years (laughs) you're not crusty and weathered like i am (laughs) (laughs) crusty and weathered yes it's good combo so it's just like some so you have like the crust and you know like how like water will like hit some rocks mm-hmm. and it kind of like eroding ero- yes yes so you've, you're an er- you have some eroded crust yes oh dear <laughs> yeah eroding slowly that's uh <laughs> that is where i am at at this point in my life here we have mr otero says sorry okay well this is already good sorry but people that keep repeating questions like this one time and again it is pretty sad and cringy so that's a roast Jokes yeah. on us. Yeah, man, aren't I, man, aren't I just such a fucking loser? Oh my god. <laughs> um, you know what, Mr. Otero? Um, I know nothing about your life, but the fact that you took time out of your day to go on the new Ask Reddit threads <laughs> and then take just the time to write down. out a a question or a response to this question that roasts me, saying that what I'm doing is sad and cringy when from what i can understand you probably see these all the time and for from what from what i can guess you probably go on these question threads all the time and repeat that question so maybe you need to reflect and um and and think about your actions here time to do a little bit of self-work well if it's true that like lots of other people have been asking this question i don't see why we shouldn't just search through some of the old reddit threads see if we can find some other you know juicy material from when just so many people have asked this question before i'm sure we could find something tasty on there that's a fantastic idea and uh you know how about we jump to um we have some i've also asked some people in my class at school some of their uh 
cringy stories. So we'll jump to that, and I do have some other threads too that we can we can fall back on afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, so I asked on Facebook to some people uh, that I know from school, um, what's the cringiest thing that has ever happened ever? And uh, we got a bunch of replies, and so we're gonna read out these stories. Have you have you looked at these, Sarah Jane? I glanced briefly, but I wanted to I wanted to keep the element of surprise. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that because uh, this first one here is 20 likes, which is uh, on Facebook. Like liking requires a lot of effort. You just have to push one button. You know? It's true, and um, that's that's a lot to ask out of people nowadays. It's very true, and this one is as 20, so you know it's a good story. Several likes. So Maddie says, one time I said, "Whoa, cool makeup bag." I don't actually know this person or what they sound like, but mm-hmm. uh, this is the voice. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> so Maddie says, one time I said, "Whoa, cool makeup bag" to a girl in my high school, but it was actually her prosthetic hand which had a zipper on it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> There's a picture brutal. here. That's the picture. Oh, wow. They attached a picture and everything. Wow. A zippered hand. That's I, that's How does intense. that work? Like, I don't know. I mean, depending on what they're putting it on, I guess maybe that helps it get a nice, a nice snug fit on there. I can relate, though, to some extent. I mean, it's sort of... Like, you never think you would be the person in that situation who says, like, such an uncomfortable, out-of-place thing about something like, you know, an amputated limb. But (laughs) one of my best friends actually was born without her right hand, and she got real crafty at, like, you know, hiding it behind her back or putting it in her pocket and stuff like that. So we first met in grade four and we had been friends for several months and I still hadn't noticed that she was missing a hand so that when I did notice, it totally threw me off guard and I just said the dumbest thing. I just went, whoa, how did you do that? Because I just assumed like magically she had like sucked in her fingers somehow (laughs) And uh, yeah, that was not the case. She she go, did go, not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she did not answer my question. Oh, so um, yeah, it was uh, it was a little bit tense. So yeah, no, I I feel your pain, Maddie. Uh, it's uh, yeah, not a fun situation to be in. You yeah. feel like a piece of garbage afterwards. Yeah. No, I would imagine. Thankfully, that's never nothing like that has ever happened to me. And I was actually wondering, like, how could you not notice that's, or how could you not know someone had, like, it didn't have a hand, they had a prosthetic hand. But I guess your your, your yeah. story kind of answers all those questions. Totally. I feel like Sarah has a lot of stories from her high school days. Oh, gosh, yes. Any uh, cringy ones? Oh, cringy stories from my high school days. Oh, I have too many. Actually, there was one. That was really funny, and I it's one it's definitely one of those ones that like keeps me awake at night. And one time when I was drunk, I almost ended up emailing this teacher, being like, "Do you remember that time ten years ago when this thing happened?" Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and like right as I was about to click send, I was like, "Sarah, it's 3 a.m. You're like 12 beers in. Don't don't do this right now." So I um. Yeah, basically what happened was, you know, I was uh, I was an angsty teen, and you know me now. I've got, like, purple hair. I'm constantly changing the, the color of my hair. And at St. Mary's, we weren't allowed to dye our hair there. They were very strict and by the book. But I just knew I wanted blue hair so bad. So one of my teachers 
um, Mr. Hess, he was my, I think he was my eighth grade math teacher, he said that we could dye our hair crazy colors if we just bought a wig and then wore the wig over top. And I was like, oh my God, I'm totally gonna do that. And then two days later, I don't even know why I was just being weird. And um, my friend Isadora and I were just like putting on crazy makeup in the bathroom, entertaining ourselves. And she had this really janky old like Joe Dirt blonde wig. So I was like, I'm going to wear this in class just because. So I wear it, not even thinking of the conversation that I had with Mr. Hess two days prior. And I sit in class, and Mr. Hess goes, oh, my gosh, you did it. And I I didn't know what he was referring to, so I was like, yeah, (laughs) I sure did. Like, wow, you did it, bud. Like, it was just very uplifting, but I had no idea what he was referring to. And um, so then he was asking me, he's like, so, so, what'd you do? What color? And I'm like, I... uh, uh, what? And he's like, take the wig off, show me. And I still have no idea what he's talking about. So I slowly pull the wig off and he's like, oh, oh, so you, you, you didn't do it. You were just wearing the wig. So I, okay. And then he just changes the conversation. So he assumed that I like wore the wig so that I would lie and pretend that I had dyed my hair a crazy color to like impress him, which was not it at all. So then like midway through class, I'm like, oh, I know what he was talking about now. And yeah, it's one of those ones that's just been like eating away at me for over a decade. I'm like, man, Mr. Hess probably thought I was such a dork. Uh, and I was, but I don't know. That was a that was a weird day. Honestly, outside perspective, not that bad. Not, not that, that bad. bad. It's really not that bad. But it's still it's one of those ones where like I think it just it it sucks in particular because he was a hot teacher. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now it's kind of bad. <laughs> exactly. Uh. A nerd is someone whose life is focused on computers and technology. Luke says. I said, nice costume to the U of W librarian who looked like a witch on Halloween. Turns out she was just goth. As soon as I, as soon as she said she wasn't dressed up, it was obvious. Like, okay, that's, that's cringy. But at the same time, if it is Halloween and if you're encountering people you've never seen before, mm-hmm. you have, I feel like you have to kind of expect that that might happen. Yeah, it is true. I mean, goths are probably used to people poking fun at their aesthetic every now and then. So, you know, I'm sure it it didn't ruin her day too much. (laughs) I had a similar moment one time in uh, theater school. I had a friend, Dan Chen, and he was in this play and he had to be a he was an old man in the show. And he was fantastic. He did such a good job. And then after the show, I'm walking around on campus and... I thought I saw him. There was like this old Chinese guy with suspenders on kind of hobbling around. And I'm like, why is Dan still in costume? Is he doing like promo stuff for the show? Is he promoting the show? So I ran up behind him and I was like, Danny, why are you still in costume? And then the guy turns around and it's just like a full on old man. (laughs) So I told Dan Chen, I was like, oh, I saw this old guy and I, I 
assumed it was you just in, in your costume. And he was like, yeah, well, for the record, Sarah, all white people look the same to me, too. And I was oh, like, no, no. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that was unfortunate. It's like um, Darth Vader when he finds out Padme dies or whatever. No! Padme dies. Which which episode is that? I think that was episode three. One of the ones that wasn't that good. Yeah. Honestly, I haven't seen Star Wars in so long. <laughs> um, it's been it's been it's been a very long time. But I just remember that specific scene because the the yell was just so like, no! <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that's a nice noise. See that that's the noise you should be making when you stub your toe. I I think. No, you it's should... the noise I make when good things happen. Oh. Payday. Oh, no. <laughs> I want all loathe and self-hatred. <laughs> no, I think the good things have to happen to me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so Caitlin says, I was given a really bizarre Christmas gift one year, and months later a friend came over, and I noticed she was looking at it. I told her, oh, you can take that home if you want. I think it's super weird, and I'm never going to use it. Problem is, I'd forgotten it was that friend who had given it to me in the first place. Oh, brutal. That <laughs> that stings. But uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I I wonder if their friendship still came out unscathed <laughs> after that, or if that was like a nail in the coffin. That w- that would kind of suck. Uh, Cause I don't know. I I would be particularly hurt if someone said that about something I got them. Just cause I put so much thought and effort into gift giving. Some people just like half ass it and do like gift cards for everything. But I get so stressed out when it comes to giving presents. Cause I'm like, oh, it needs to be reflective of of our love. What do I do? <laughs> I can't believe you put a dollar amount on love. Oh, yes. How dare you? I do. Unacceptable. <laughs> it's true. Uh, do you ever have, like, a relative or a friend that always gets you, like, the same gift every year, but you don't particularly like that gift, but you're just like, oh, thank you, because you're being polite? Um, Never, like, never one who gets me the same thing, but I do have one aunt who just, like, always gives trash gifts. Like, I remember <laughs> when I turned 18 – she got me these, like, button-up pajamas. Like, the kind you see in the movies, like, the flannel long-sleeve, like, button-up pajama sets. And they were hot pink and had poodles all over them. And, yeah, so she gave me that and a broken lamp. Like, the lamp was just full of rust on the inside, and it wouldn't turn on. And I was like, thanks, and he, so yeah, broken lamp and poodle jammies. That was a that was a pretty bad one. Well, were the jammies at least comfortable? I I don't even think I ever tried them on. I just oh, uh, I I mean, in hindsight now, they sound kind of cool. Like they yeah. kind of like <laughs> so ugly that they come back around to like ironically cool, yeah, like the yeah. dragon shirt of pajamas. <laughs> so I don't know. I I didn't appreciate them at the time, but in hindsight. You know, they do actually sound like they were kind of cool. It sounds like something that I would, like, because, like, I wear, like, weird socks. Mm-hmm. Um, at home, I would probably wear pajamas like that just for shits. Yeah. Kind of I'm, I'm wearing, right now I'm wearing, like, purple, black, and blue socks that are, are pretty fancy pants. They are um, pretty fancy pants. I think you could pull off a, a pink poodle jammy set. Yeah? Yeah, I think you should do it. I don't know if they'll come in your size, though. You're a little <laughs> tall. That's true. Yeah, I have to go like a specially made. 
It's like very, very niche store for <laughs> pink poodly pajamas. I go to Mr. Big and Tall or whatever that, <laughs> that Do store you is. Do have any pink pajamas that I could, with poodles on them that I could have? It's like, <laughs> no, we don't. It's like, okay. <laughs> have you seen my uh, Albert Einstein socks? I have, actually. I saw you wearing them the other day. They're quite snazzy. I, I love them. My mom got them for me for, for Christmas. So oh, Mom. That, that was, she got me a bunch of like really fancy pants socks that are all – because I have giant feet. They're all, they all fit me. Oh, weird flex. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> um, it makes it really hard to find shoes, and my socks are always too small. It's very annoying. But uh, my mom got me a bunch of fancy socks, um, and I like fancy socks. And there's, she got me these ones that are really comfortable that have, like, Albert Einstein on them with, like, a bunch of, like, science shit around him. Ooh, science like, shit. Um. You know, there's a line. I'm going to reference Ninja Sex Party again, but they have a song called Dinosaur Laser Fight, and they talk about Albert Einstein and how he invented space. Mm-hmm. It's, it's uh, probably one of the best lines in that song. But yeah, he's a bunch of like science space stuff around him. Not necessarily my forte, but kind of a tangent about socks. But you know what? That's okay. Because yeah, I want cool it. story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> cool story, bro. 10 out of 10. Would listen to again. Yeah, it's like, why are you always mansplaining about socks? <laughs> <laughs> I always get mad at Will for mansplaining things. And then I'm and... like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he gets so worried that I'm actually upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. My, no. my favorite pastime is threatening to email human resources and complain about Will. And um, I did it recently when uh, Will likes to accidentally make comments that come out super sexual, but were not intended to be that way. So I told him, I was like, you know, one of these days I'm going to send a very lengthy email to HR and I am just going to rip into you about all the nasty things you've been saying. And he turns around, and then two minutes later, he slowly turns back around, and you were like, so just for the record, you're joking, right? Because I, 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 can't, I can't lose this, this position in school. He was, like, shaking, <laughs> so scared. I don't always think about things that I say before I say them, and then things will come out wrong when I absolutely did not mean them. I'm like, oh, my God, like... Well, you need to think about what you're saying. And I always feel so bad. I'm like, I did not mean it this way. I'm like, no. And I always apologize like a thousand times. It's I'm like, true. I, didn't, I didn't mean it that way. I'm sorry. Um, it's because there's something about like, you said there's like an invisible Sarah or something like that. Yeah, it was something about like, it was some sort of comment about me with no clothes on. And no, I was like, how dare you? That's, that's what you interpreted. Because oh. I, I was talking about invisible Sarah and the joke was, Oh, I like Invisible Sarah's outfit today. And the joke is that she's invisible. You can't you can't see her. Ha ha. So funny, oh. Dad. And then you're like, No, I'm like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. This is scary. No. Um, uh, any opportunity to threaten Will with human resource intervention is worth it because it makes him squirm. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's funny. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, this, I, was like this, I haven't even done anything wrong. I was just trying to make a harmless dad joke. No. Uh, yeah. I'd be absolutely horrified <laughs> if, if I were, if, if someone were, gen- like, upset about some like weird thing I said. Like I'd be pretty horrified well, and I'd feel extremely bad. Maybe I am joking, maybe I'm not. I guess we'll have to wait until That's... until April twenty twenty. <laughs> when I <laughs> when I submit my documents. Oh my god. Uh, how 
How, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? No, but no, I think <sighs> Why do you do this to me? <laughs> uh, it's you think fun. It's so funny. It's because you're like the most like unassuming, like respectful and not like lecherous person that you're just an easy target <laughs> because you're too good. I just want to soil your reputation. <laughs> oh, ha ha. Ooh. Very funny, Sarah. <laughs> oh, oh nuts. Hypertext. Cassie says, so this happened to my friend. So she got rear-ended by this guy who was pretty good looking and there was no damage. So she said, no worries, have a good day. But he insisted he wanted to take her out for lunch or a date. The story doesn't end. She meets this dude <laughs> at BP. And as they were on this date, he mentioned that he had a wife and kids. So after she oh. got her za, she pieced the fuck out. And then she ended up being her co-worker's brother-in-law. And he saw him at a Christmas party, and she was bartending with his wife. Ah! Oof. That, ouch. Yeah, that would be uncomfortable. That that's would... that's interesting, though, that he picked her up after hitting her car. Like, maybe that's a tactic. Maybe he, like, actively, like, drives around, and then when he sees a cute girl, he's like, oh, better speed up. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, if, you, if you're, like, super rich... Like, or you, you could just pay a chauffeur to drive you around. Yeah. Then maybe, like, could you imagine if someone actually did that? There's there's better ways to pick up women, but, I mean. <laughs> you know, like, being, like, a decent human being, maybe? Gotta give them props, though. I mean, that's a bold choice. You gotta be pretty confident after, like, literally hitting someone's car and then talking them into dinner with you afterwards. Jeez. But you had a wife and kids. Damn. That's, Yeah. Some people are shitty. That's true. But I, I'm i just, if someone rear-ended me and they were like, do you want to go out on a date? I'd be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's, I like anything for the story. So I feel like, I don't know, if a good relationship actually did come of that, then at least it would be a cute story to sort of accompany it. Like, oh, you rear-ended me. Oh, that sounds <laughs> like a euphemism. <laughs> yes, okay, okay. So you weren't the only one who noticed that? Yes. <laughs> like, the way that started, I was like, I'm glad I was the only one who noticed that. <laughs> but can you imagine this, like, oh, yeah, this is my boyfriend. Oh, the, the story how we met was super cute. Man, his car was totaled. My car was totaled. <laughs> we couldn't get anywhere. We were just sitting there on the side <laughs> of the road, stuck there. It was our first date. Oh. Stuck together on the side of the road. Precious. With terrible whiplash. Terrible whiplash, broken bones, destroyed cars. <laughs> um, lost my job because I didn't make it to work on time. Um, I lost this client that was going to make me a ton of money. Man. You would have to have a pretty horrible boss if you got fired for getting hit by a car and like bleeding out on the street. Um, have you ever worked in a restaurant? Yes. They expect you to come in absolutely no matter what. That is true. I, I remember restaurant days. That's not a life I can live again. No, hell no. Mm-mm. Ooh, here's a, I don't know if this constitutes as a cringe story, but. Tell it anyways, I'm excited. Oh, this is, this is like a quintessential Sarah Jane story. Um, I, I witnessed a mouse birth while I was, um, while I was serving at this restaurant the Beachcomber at the Forks, now defunct. They just shut down a couple months ago. 
can't imagine why, but it was Canada Day, the busiest day of the year at the Beachcomber. And I was working on the patio. Thankfully, it wasn't my table. It was someone else's. But these two little old ladies at the table wanted an umbrella because it was really sunny. And all the umbrellas were taken up. So the server got one from out of storage and then popped it in the table. And right as she opened it up, a big fat mouse plopped right onto the ground. And thankfully, somehow these old ladies didn't see. But there was this big fat mouse. And then it turns out the mouse was fat because it was giving birth. So, like, literally as it fell, like, all of these little, like, chewed up bubblegum looking mouse babies start popping out of it. So the server's like, and the specials today are, like, meanwhile, she's just, like, desperately trying to, like, hide these fucking mouse babies. And, oh, my God, it was just so disgusting. So she ended up, like just like leaning down and being like oh whoops dropped a fork and like scooped them up and put her put them in her little server's pouch and then ran to the back and oh my god everyone was just like beside themselves it was so disgusting and i think some of the other patrons ended up seeing that go down so yeah tensions were running a little bit high that day we we witnessed a canada day miracle it was it was a beautiful thing there was live birth the, right, right on the patio. The special today is filet du ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Mouse veal. <laughs> Young and fresh. Oh, oh no. Horrible. You like popcorn shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw them straight in the deep fryer. Oh, oh no. Bones are nice and soft. No. no. I want to keep her in that bag. <laughs> A geek is someone whose life is focused on computers and technology and likes it that way. Anya here says, I used to work at a chiro office and a patient asked me... I'm sorry, me, chiro? Chiro? Cairo. Oh my god, chiropractic. <laughs> chiro. Chiro. Got him. I played myself. Gotcha. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> um, anywho, I used to work at a chiro office... Mm. And a patient asked me if we had received the scans they sent us, and I went to say, I'm just going to take a peek, but proceeded to say, I'm just going to take a leak. I just left it and didn't even try to save myself. Also, my ex's mom came downstairs and asked her I was staying for dinner. This is a different story. Oh. Um, while I was actually, actually in the middle of breaking up with her son, I didn't want to blatantly say that was the reason I wouldn't be staying, so I let an awkward, um, no. Two stories. Two I like the first one. That's... I, I just feel like in knowing Anya, that's a that would be a particularly tense moment for her because she she prides herself in being put together and she is so not the type to casually be like oh, I'm just gonna take a leak like someone like me like if I said that no one would blink an eye but for her that would be a that would be a particularly devastating social flub. <laughs> it's like what's, I think the term is malapropism when you say a word you did not intend to say. Yeah. I think that I think that's the word. I think so. Um, and those are always the worst because it's like it's like when you actually call like your teacher mom or something. Oh God, like, yeah. It's like I did not mean that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Forgive, mm-hmm. please. No. And then you kind of like just kind of huddle on the ball in the back and then mm-hmm. cry to yourself. Like a Freudian slip. Love yep. a good Freudian slip. All those are super fun. Mm-hmm. Well, that wraps it up for the Facebook comments. So I'm gonna go ahead and open up one of these other threads I have. So. I'll, I'll, I'll let you pick. I have a couple different threads. Oh. Um, I'll open them all. 
Let's go for, let's do the relationship one. And what was the craziest thing you did in your first relationship was posted by uh, Chill Cloak. Chill underscore cloak. So thank you guys for posting those. Chill um, cloak. So this, this uh, what was the cringiest thing you did in your first relationship? 28.7 thousand upvotes. So there's bound to be some good stories in here. Oh, I yeah. I would imagine. There's going to be some um, spicy ones. Dill XOXOX Lib says, Once a girl I had an off and on crush on since kindergarten wrote, I love you on my notebook when I was 14. I freaked out and told her best friend I had an arranged marriage overseas. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's interesting. I I mean, yeah. Oh my god, not oh no. Oh, okay. so something's coming back. It yep. looks like a memory yep. just flooded your mind. When I was uh in grade 9. Mm-hmm. Already this is good, right? Grade oh, yeah. 9. Oh, peak of William's life, grade 9 when he's 14 <laughs> years old. It's all been downhill since then. <laughs> yeah. Um except not really. <laughs> um there's a girl I had a crush on grade 9. And I remember writing, like, this note in her math book. Because I always sat beside oh. her, like, every class. Mm-hmm. But it was like, I don't know why I did it. It was such a terrible idea. <laughs> but it's like, it was like, what do you do when you really, like, care about someone a lot and you just don't know how to tell them how you really feel? <laughs> or, like, something like that. That's adorable. No, it was so cringy. It was so cringy. Oh, oh then, what, what happened? Did anything come of it? Or oh, she she already knew that I liked her at this point for like oh. a long time. <laughs> um, and then she read in class. I was like dreading it. I'm like, oh my god, why did I write that in her notebook? I just turned to the page. She saw it. And she's reading it and like sitting there. But I tried to play it off as like this joke thing. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like <laughs> laughing. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, no, did uh no, just uh, ended up just being cringe. Nothing else. Oh, that's too bad. I wouldn't say oh, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's sweet, though. I don't know. I think that's I, I, I think that's a nice gesture. Writing a little a little love note in someone's math book. Uh, what if she needed that page to solve equations? That's true. Actually, Algebra. there's really like there's pretty strict fines on vandalizing textbooks. They're expensive. I lost my math textbook one time in grade eight and I had to pay like one hundred and forty dollars. Oh, geez. Yeah. Well, it was great. it wasn't it wasn't like a textbook. It was just like a notebook. Mm. It cost like thirty cents at Walmart. Ah, I still see. though. Well, she had to do some algebra. <laughs> yeah. What is x equal? You're taking block? up some some really prime real estate on that page there. How dare you? At the end of the day, it has turned out to be extremely insensitive because she really needed that space to uh, figure out um, how x equals two. I guess I don't know. Oh. Here's a good one from. Momo 62300 when her name got called for attendance I stood up on my chair and clapped <laughs> see that's just funny <laughs> that's not even cringy I think that's I wicked don't know. That's, I feel like that's pretty cringe can you imagine if you're, you're dating someone in like I don't know say grade 10 mm. and um, you're new maybe for like a week or something like that mm. uh, or it's like you, you got together on like Friday and then the next Monday first I, this had to have been the first time that her name was called for attendance, like Monday morning, you're in the same class, and your name gets called, and this guy stands on his chair, starts clapping, looks at you directly, right in the eyes, full eye contact, starts clapping, looking at you, and it's like, thought I said, like, yeah. See, I think that would be really cool, personally. I don't what? think that's oh cringy at all. I would I'd be, die. I, I would think that was awesome. Total but, panty dropper. <laughs> 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 but, like, everyone else in the class has been so confused. I, I mean, I guess, but I don't know. I think that's pretty sweet. In high school, I was always into guys who were like, 
sort of obnoxiously confident though like even if they were like super irritating and cringy most of them were honestly but there was something about i don't know a guy with just like absolutely no shame and no social filter that i just thought was like the hottest thing ever (laughs) (laughs) you're like describing what i was like in high school really except i was just way i was like an uber just loser who had no social skills and See, uh, those, uh, said whatever came to his mind. You're just checking off all of the boxes for me, Will. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, goodness. I've since changed to an entirely different person. <laughs> but, yeah, I was just super cringy in high school. Pretty out God. there. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty out there. I was like, I don't care what people think of me. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, no. Sounds hot. No, it, it absolutely wasn't. You want to know how I know? Mm-hmm total of them zero girlfriends except for that one that i dated for two weeks <laughs> oh, um two and weeks. then i said i love you after two weeks and then it ended <laughs> <laughs> killing the game oh yeah i think i don't know everyone's had one of those relationships where either they're the person who says it way too early or it gets said to them way too early i had a boyfriend like that where yeah he, i think he told me he loved me on like the second date or something like that. And then after I went home, he, like, just bombarded me with text messages being like, oh, I hope it didn't make you uncomfortable. Oh, I hope it didn't cross any lines. I'm sorry. And, oh, yeah. This is the same one who had the baby voice family. Oh, my God. Yeah. So you stayed with him? I did. Well, honestly, like, it, even though he was kind of a weird dude and his family was, like, questionable... They had really good taste in music, (laughs) so (laughs) his parents would always buy concert tickets, and then they were just too lazy to go out, so they'd give us these tickets all the time, and they'd take me on vacations with them, so I got some good trips out of it, so yeah, you know, win some, lose some. How long were you together with this guy for? Oh, God. Uh, This guy? We were together for, like, almost three years, I think, so it was a while. It was a bit of a long haul. And for the music. Yeah, I was in it for the music and the trips. Yeah, oh, it was totally worth it. We stayed at, like, a penthouse apartment in New York one time. Oh, my God. And, uh, oh, and it was during Hurricane Irene. So that was was an interesting time. It was cool just because everyone was panicking about this hurricane. It was going to, like, sweep Manhattan, and you couldn't go near your windows because they were all going to get blown out. So everyone's, like, worried it's going to be, like, fucking you know, apocalypse level storm. And honestly, it was like a Winnipeg thunderstorm. It was (laughs) nothing. Like, it was a joke. And the whole city was, like, on lockdown for two days. And they were like, nobody leave your apartments. It's not safe. And I'm looking out the window, and it's, like, not raining and slightly overcast. And I'm like, what is the big deal? So I actually, I got to walk around... Manhattan and Times Square and it was a total ghost town nobody was there so yeah that was actually a really cool situation so yeah sounds like a win totally so even though the relationship was uh you know not not the most fulfilling I did get some sick trips out of it so yeah worth (laughs) it keep in mind that posting an internet message is a lot like tacking up a message on a corkboard everyone can see it Pixiu Pixiu says, The first time I kissed a guy, I was 18 years old. Dot, dot, dot. Up until then, my only exposure to kissing was from sex scenes and shows slash movies. So, so when we started making out, in parentheses, in public, dot, 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 in the sub at our uni. In the sub? What would the that be? Sub. Subway? 
<laughs> in the subway. I don't know. Maybe that's like some weird term for basement. I'm going to assume this person is okay. probably not from North America because I don't know that word. Okay. Um, I made moaning noises because I thought that's what you were supposed to do. God, I hate myself. I can't even look at him anymore. I just see idiot me moaning like an asshole. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, mm. Why? That's literally what it says in there. That's really funny, actually. Oh, God. Yeah. Kiss moans are. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> See, that that's one of the funny things, too, where, like, if all you know of, like, sex and dating and things like that you've gotten from movies, you're just going to go in with all the wrong expectations. It's like the first time like, someone goes to do it, and it's like, okay, I know exactly what to do. do it. And then they, like, pull the covers over them, and they just kind of like shake their arms around. Yeah. Like, this is exactly what happens, right? It's like, oh, I'm doing it. Oh, this is an exercise. Just dancing under the covers. Doing the hokey pokey. Literally. <laughs> Turn myself around. A little pokey pokey. <laughs> that's a good story. But I feel like a lot of first kiss stories are, are usually cringe. I feel like that's like, just like a, a step in everyone's life of, this will happen one time. Totally. And it's going to be cringy. <laughs> oh God. My, oh gosh. The memory is flooding back. My first kiss story is so sad, but it uh, it actually it it worked out well in the end. Um, <laughs> oh God, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. My um my first kiss happened about five minutes before my first hand job. Uh, it was in the back oh, no. seat of the or oh. like back row of the Polo Park Theater. Um, no. yeah, and I went with this guy who I met at Bible camp, no. and he had that, like, emo hair that was so hot like at the Justin time, Bieber? where, yeah, where, like, it swoops forward really heavy, and it, like, yeah. always covered one eye, and oh, okay. the front was bleached, but the back was brown, and, um... Man, what a badass. Yeah, oh, so hot, and, <laughs> um, yeah, his pants were just, like, way, way, way too tight, yeah, we we kissed in the backseat of the theater, and then I gave him a clumsy hand job, and then, like, right after he finished, he got a text message from his ex-girlfriend saying they wanted to get back together. Oh, my so, God. So, like, right after my first kiss and my first hand job, he told me like while we were on the date like he didn't even like wait a day or two to like break the news he told me right there he was like oh katie just messaged me she wants to give things another shot i'm so sorry and like at the time you know i wanted to seem like cool and unfazed so i was like oh yeah it's totally fine this is fine and of course i was like inconsolable when i got home but uh, it all worked out because Katie and him, uh, they ended up breaking up again afterwards. And she went on to become one of my best friends. And we quite frequently like to laugh trash him laugh. in our conversations. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, uh, the the relationship with, with Andy did not, uh, did not really lead into anything. Except a but, great friendship. Yeah, that was the thing is, yeah, Katie and I are like the best of friends now. So nice. something beautiful came of my my sad little kiss slash hand job. I have a, I have a question. Yes. What movie were you seeing? <laughs> it was um, it was that Beatles musical across the universe. Oh, oh my God. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it was oh, so romantic. But yeah, I, I wasn't able to 
to watch that movie for for a couple years after it came out just because ugh had to had to shake the bad feelings before I could revisit those memories. Oh my god, ugh, that's yeah. brutal. Mm-hmm. Don't give a buttery popcorn handjob on the first date. Oh <laughs> Life lessons. <laughs> the, the popcorn. It's, it's, oh my. Oh, okay. <laughs> just don't finish like, that thought. <laughs> it's like it's like before you go into the movie, he's just like standing at the butter thing. He's like just like pushing. <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's like why are you adding so much butter it's like oh i don't know what to tell you <laughs> i remember my oh my dad always used to make jokes about this which is it's gross that my dad would make jokes like this in front of his daughter but he's like oh going for a movie date oh hope he doesn't do the old cut a hole in the bottom of the popcorn bag trick which i'm assuming means you I've never you, heard that before, yeah. but I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, so I guess when she goes to reach in for the popcorn, she she gets an extra little surprise. <laughs> I mean, I, oh, I don't oh, know. Too I, much salt in there. Yeah, that's what no, I was thinking, though. I feel like that, bad idea. that couldn't be comfortable. <laughs> no. The, the kernels? Uh, Ow. That's like, probably, like, really hot. Yeah, and greasy like, and, oh, no. That just... Mm-mm. Why do people? Why do people do these things? Why, Dad? Why? Why? No. <laughs> All right. Now, email has several advantages over regular mail, or snail mail, as the internauts like to call it. Early in my current relationship, neither myself nor my girlfriend wanted to be the first to say "I love you." To avoid saying it, I once said "I like you" with all the likes in the world. That's not really cringy. That's not cringy. That's 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 kind of cute. That's tender honestly. and sweet. That's kind of cute. I I just you know what that was uh, Necro who said that or Netro rather not Necro. Netro. That would be something different. I I don't think that's cringy. I think I think that's kind of cute. Oh, but uh, the second comment though that's uh, right under it. Someone replied uh, said in Catholic middle school. That's what caught my attention. Mm. I see Catholic middle school. I'm like this has got to be a good story. Of course. In Catholic middle school, my religion teacher used to always tell us. Love the person, hate the sin. So for the longest time, I told my girlfriend, I love you, but I hate your sin. And she did the same. Thank you for reminding me of this. <laughs> I feel like that's a little more cringy. Interesting. I love it's, you, but I hate your sin. I hate your sin. But, like, who? I don't know, man. Who, Catholic who, school just, that's who, who just makes a, up this shit? That's a clusterfuck of a situation. Gucci maybe. Is the, Gucci is maybe. <laughs> Gucci maybe. Says, I had a crush on her in high school, but... Didn't know how to talk to girls, so I dyed my hair and grew a mullet to get her attention. I guess I was thinking courting was like how animals do it in the wild or something, like peacocks. This person sounds like they're right up your alley. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, I would be so into that. That I well, I'm all for peacocking. That's yeah. I don't know. I I've always thought that when it comes to attracting a lover, I feel like people get so caught up in like the words and the manner of doing it but i think you know the best way is just like tap into that primitive caveman cavewoman brain what i always do whenever i want to attract men is um just like the monkeys in uh, in like the nature docs i i engage in an act called presenting which is um i'll just find an excuse to like drop something on the ground or i'll pretend that i've like pulled a muscle and I need to work the kinks out and I'll just like bend over and like just casually put my butt like right by their face 
and like half the time I'll pretend that like I don't realize they're right behind me, but just like, yeah, bend over and put your ass right in their face and be like, mm, ow, oh, my back. Uh, just find any like opportunity to just bend over, butt out, maybe make a moan noise. And um, yeah, you know, it's worked. It's worked in the past. So you really don't have to put too much thought into making some big grand gesture. Just remember, like we're... We're all just demented monkeys. So do you really like the alpha male types? Um, I <laughs> that's, mean... That's what, that's what I'm getting from this conversation. <laughs> I don't know. To some degree, I... I, I don't know. I, I enjoy a guy who, you know, is not afraid to be, you know, loud and a little bit more dominant. I mean, I don't like cocky types, like people who are super full of themselves, but I don't know. I think there's something to be said about someone who can just like walk into a room and command attention. You look like you've got something on the on the tip of your tongue. I do. There was a guy in a couple of my classes at un- the University of Winnipeg, mm-hmm. and um, he was like total like alpha male wannabe kind of guy. Or like these deep V-necks showed Ooh. off, like his like, um, his like two chest his, hairs. Had a few, um, but and he would like cut the arms off of. He cut like the sleeves off of like Led Zeppelin shirts and then have like this massive V-neck. Oh, he sounds so hot. No. <laughs> um, and one time in, um, you're gonna absolutely love this. Um, in one of our classes, uh, our instructor was having some problems, like running a video on the computer because mm-hmm. of like there's some like kind of tech issue. Like there's a problem with like the internet, I think, or something like that. Uh, oh my god! So like he like stands up because she's been working on it for maybe like two or three minutes. Stands up, walks over, and it's like, let me let me handle that. When it don't ask a man who's something about technology. Uh... It's like it's like it was super super cringy, and I was like, oh my god, See, that's brutal. I can't believe. That this just happened. And he didn't fix it. He tried to refresh the computer. <laughs> All I did was, like, hit F5. And then I could, like... Because I've, I've done, like, some cu- computer repair jobs in the mm. past. Like, I used to work um, in computer repair. Um, and there was a thing, like, I saw what it was. I knew kind of how to fix it. Mm-hmm. Or I had an idea of how to fix it. But I didn't say anything. I sat there and I was like, this is just... Just let him bask in is, the this, embarrassment. This is too good to just sit and... I just had to let it happen. This That's just satisfying when someone, like... <laughs> strolls in all cocky like that and then just gets their ass handed to them. Got him. <laughs> gotcha. Got him. <laughs> Got him. Uh, yeah, see, that's one thing is, like, I like guys who are confident, but the second it becomes into, like, I don't know, basically anytime anyone just makes, like, any generalization about men or women as a whole, my eyes, like, roll so far into the back mm-hmm. of my head that they just snap right off and fall out. It really bothers me because it's like, how... How can you make this claim? You know, <laughs> like, like, what evidence do you have that you can say that, like, oh, all men or all women are like this? It's like, or all of anything is like this. It's like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> stop, oh, please. It's, Thank you. Yeah, it's the worst. And, like, it almost makes it even worse that, like, because I have a psych degree and I did a lot of research on, like, sex and gender differences. And the more you learn about it, like, you see... There's so few inherent differences between men and women, and so much of it is just due to conditioning and the way that we treat men and women differently. And, oh, gosh, I've just, like... And it gets to the point where you just have to learn to hold your tongue sometimes because, like... And it's the kind of people, too, who constantly rely on, like, really tired, boring, you know, 
sexist tropes and generalizations about either of the sexes. They generally aren't the type who are going to be super receptive to your angry rants about uh, the way people are treated within society in that way. But it just, oh my God, it, it just makes me pull my hair out whenever I see, especially comedians. So many comedians love to, like just hacks will fall back on those tropes of like, oh, women are so, <laughs> but then men are so, blah, 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 blah. yeah, I just can't. Was it like men are from Venus, women are from Mars? Or they all, maybe I got it backwards. <laughs> Other way around. Okay, yeah, I see. What do I know? Mm, yeah, um, I hate shit like that. While people on the internet can be extremely helpful, they really don't like wasting their time answering the same question that's been asked over and over before. Well, I think uh, I think we're going to wrap it up here, but I did promise that I would tell my story. That's yes, super cringe. enlighten me. Um, I would love to hear it. I used to I used to take dance lessons when I was a kid. Uh, I did for for I think twelve years. Was, Will was a tap dancer. I was. I went to Germany and our group won a silver and a bronze medal. Mm. That was like a world competition. So that's some fancy pants stuff right there. He's a <laughs> world class toe tapper. I was mm-hmm. uh, years ago. Maybe not anymore. It's been a while. Anywho, so I was at dance class one day, and I was just so hungry, right? I was, like, unbelievably hungry. Mm -hmm. And so my parents drive me home, and then I found out that my mom or my dad or whoever made it made steak for supper. I was like, oh, yes. Steak. This is awesome. And I was was so hungry. I was was so unbelievably hungry. (laughs) I just take the biggest steak off 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 the plate, and I just lick it right down the middle from bottom to top. One big lick, gotta get those steak juices. Yeah. One big lick, so it's oh god, that steak. noise. <laughs> um, you have to, you got it, you got to commit to the story. Painting the picture. Yeah, and then my family kind of looks at me. They're like, "You better eat all that." And I was like, "Yeah, don't worry, I'm gonna eat it all." Don't, don't. Two bites <laughs> in, I'm like, "I'm full." <laughs> Two oh. bites, in, and then my family was like, "Uh, no, you're eating that entire steak." So well, after my entire family was done eating, I'm still eating this massive steak by myself, like. And uh, I was full, like, after two bites, but it was a steak that was probably, like, that size. Like, um, a, like a, a rabbit? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It was a pretty big steak. <laughs> it was a large um, steak. But, yeah, that's my cringy story. Very that's cringe. not even that cringy. It was. It I don't know, cringy. man. I think it was a you had to be there cringe. No. See, I was hoping. No. Like, <laughs> I wish it was, like, like the Brucey Bogtrotter scene in Matilda where they, like, force you to keep eating and then they smash the plate over your head at the end. Have you seen Matilda? Of no. course you haven't. You haven't seen any movies. But I want to tell everyone. So I'm going to press the post button. Is there anything you wanted to add before we close it out? Um, Will's a steak liquor. That's, uh, I don't even know. What, what, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. What does that mean? Well, I don't know, Great bro. insights. Great insights from the one and only Sarah Jane Martin. It's true. I, um, yeah, I'm just full of ideas. I don't know. I'm just hungover today. <laughs> it's a Wednesday. We're feeling great. Yeah, hungover on a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. It's it's Survivor Night, so I'm getting ready to get fucking lit tonight. Nice. Two nights in a row? Yeah. It's going to yeah, get crazy. Please. Spring break. Woo! Except yeah. it's the middle of February. But it's still our spring break, though. It's not even spring. It's a break. It's yeah. It's not I even guess. a break because we're literally doing a mountain. There's so of much work. No. no. I hate it. Well. Well, I think that wraps it up for today. Thank you all for listening. 
And uh, we'll see you in the next one. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Riding on the internet, cyberspace set free. Hello, virtual reality. Interactive appetite, searching for a website, a window to the world, got to get online. Take a spin, now you're in with the techno set. You're going surfing on the internet.